of Seattle here for the 6th Annual Mutiny Radio Comedy Festival. All tickets are $10, except the headlining show, which are $20. You can find all of the shows on Mutiny Radio's Eventbrite. Reserve them now. And don't miss out. 2021, the 6th Annual Mutiny Radio Comedy Festival. everybody at six o'clock it's mutiny radio.fm and sf and it's time for the joke workshop here on mutiny radio i'm your host pam benjamin we've got a bunch of comics and the way it works is comedians do four minute sets at three minutes you'll hear a horn i'll try to do it on a punchline and then we all give comments there's microphones back here make sure if you're going to give comments you do it in a microphone because it is uh, live streaming on mutinyradio.fm. And yeah, our first comedian isn't here. He let me know he was going to be a little late, but our second is, put your hand, oh, uh, so let everybody know, like, I take notes, feel free to take notes, um, and just be helpful and nice to each other. Yay, supportive comedians. Uh, your first comedian of the night, everybody, put your hands together for Carvin. Hello, hello. My name is Carvin. Uh, in the year 2021, I've been trying to improve myself, get a bit more learned, a bit more educated. Uh, I've been learning Spanish, uh, not from a green parrot on a phone, from a real person. I tried learning Greek from that green parrot on a phone uh, after I went to Suvla one time. I learned two words over the course of a week, tocaroto and tonero, carrot and water. Understandably, that didn't carry me, carry me very far. I also learned Mark. Mark is just Mark in Greek. There's, there's not much to gain from there. Um, where was I? Yeah, learning Spanish has been a great time. Um, my Spanish tutor, tutor Mauro from Cuernavaca, um, he's been asking me a lot about how much me, my neighbors, and my siblings pay in rent. I'm not sure if he wants me to learn about numbers, or he's, recent, or he's really interested in the local housing market. Um, I think he's just trying to invest for his children. I mean, his, uh, his niños, as I recently learned. Um, I live in San Francisco. I live in a house where I'm the minority, the male minority. Uh, I give my male minority perspective in there. Um, I live with two women. Uh, they're wonderful. We also have a growing, a rapidly growing family of plants. It grows every single time we go to Trader Joe's. I'm honestly a little concerned, um, not because we have too much oxygen with oxygen in the house, but our water bill is just so high. Uh, Gavin Newsom has reportedly said that we are the drought. Uh, we should watch our water bill. I mean, our narrow bill, as I've uh, recently learned as well. My roommate's also a cat lady. Well, she was. She had two cats before. Our lease didn't allow pets so now she's just a lady just uh just chilling um we've also started using enterprise tools i know at work like with zoom and slack and all that stuff in our home we use pinterest so now all our decisions get made and they can get made without pinboard approval there too on top of that the other woman in my life is so my girlfriend uh she's been awesome she's really great um, she, where was I going to go with this? She's great. 
still great and uh, still going great. <laughs> um, I like to be a feminist and male ally when I'm around her. Try to empower her as a as what a man can do to a woman. Um, so I let her pay for dinner. We go to baseball games. She buys the tickets, finds our seats, and explains the game to me. Um, all I do is carry her phone. Um, her pockets apparently aren't big enough to carry a phone. They're only big enough to upholster a pinky or some reason. For some reason, um, she's been great. Another thing about my roommates is that um, I've actually learned a bit from them. I've learned why women who are four and a half feet tall really like six foot men. From so I've learned this from my roommates. They don't appreciate short kings, as I've learned. Um, it's the same reason why I am not. Uh, well, I'm not. This is the same reason why I'm the handyman in the house. Um, I'm not strong or handy. My roommates can bench press me, and also build a really well finished wooden cage around me. My roommates been really into woodworking TikToks recently. So uh, she's. They've been great. Yeah, the reason is because I'm just tall enough to uh, reach the top shelf. Um, yeah, that's it. All right, awesome. Thank you. Thank you, everyone. Keep your hands clapping, everybody, for Carvin. Carvin up stages all over. Just kidding. Uh, uh, cool, great. I mean, this is your. This is this is great. Um, if the uh, the green parrot thing is that an app on a phone? Yeah. Oh. So like, it's it's this language app, and everyone tries to learn all that. Maybe maybe mention that it's an app just for a person okay. like me that was like the parrot on the phone. I mean, I I kind of assumed it was an app, but I didn't know what it was, and I, was, I felt a little left out. Um, I would put that random Spanish pepper it through the whole set, like, like even when you kind of lost your place, you could be like lo siento, or I don't know, and very much Spanish, but it would be a cute callback to like just throw it in in random places to just pepper it through the hole yeah thing. and just out of nowhere and then like because then you have this sort of like callback to people of like Haha. um and that could be fun what did she do with the cats she had two cats you did it i was like so ah, she gave them away Aww. um i had this joke about how Something to do with the compost bin and the cats, but it was oh. a little dark. I, I I couldn't make it funny without it being kind of gross. Uh, but yeah, she just gave it them away. But that's where I thought the because when you started that, I was like, okay, where's the punchline? And it has to be something about what she did to the, with the cats. Oh, I see. Do you I know? See. So like you yeah. you did a setup, and then the punch you you just have to finish it up with the okay. what, with whatever she did. Maybe she mailed them to Zimbabwe or I don't know. I'm sure you can figure out something great. And the girlfriend shout out was lovely. Like that's so nice. Um and then I would acknowledge whenever you if you ever forget or whatever, just acknowledge what you're doing and it gives you an opportunity for crowd work so that you can like connect with your audience and be like, "Oh, I'm off script anyway." So, <laughs> that's like, what happened there. Like just play it off as being more comfortable in in the moment. Like yeah, and just talk okay. to the people. Crowd work's really, really hard because um, you have to like feign being comfortable. And when you're uncomfortable because you just forgot your script, then it's like, ah, how am I gonna? But then use that as an opportunity to like connect with people. Maybe try it. It's 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 fun. It takes a while. I didn't do crowd work for the first two years because I was just terrified. Um, and then watch out for the word um. Just don't if you just slow down a little bit so that we that word just doesn't come out of your face. But really good stuff. 
I was being super picky. I'm sorry. Yeah. Um, thank you. Ian thank you. I appreciate stuff. it. Thank you. Uh, yeah. Um, just a few things. When you talk about the the Greek words that you learned, it, if you could just make up a situation where you needed to speak Greek in some way and you were like, carrots, something like that. Like you went to a Greek restaurant, you're like, watch, you're like trying to impress your girlfriend or something. Like some scenario. Because it was funny that you only knew those two words, but I kind of wanted to like, like to to punch it up a little bit could be good if you like put it in a scenario. I see. It's like sort of like an act out with it. Involved. Yeah, like an act okay. out, but be like. And so I was like so excited that I was learning Greek that I went out to dinner and I we just ate carrots and drank water all night or something like that. <laughs> okay, you know, okay. because those are the only things you know. Um. Uh. May and then you don't have to do this, but you talk about your girlfriend and that you live with two women. Maybe just play on the fact that maybe she's jealous that you live with two women. I don't know. That was just an idea. Um. There's not much there. And then, and then the line when you're like, I, I'm not strong or handy. I think it would be funny if you're like, I'm not strong or handy. I, I'm barely even a man, honestly. <laughs> if I can't do those two things, I think that could be funny too. Yeah. And then overall, just like I think I would let the punchlines hit a little bit because there were times where people were laughing, but you kind of just kept talking. So just like I guess like slow down a little bit, uh, but otherwise, yeah, good stuff. Okay, That's thank it. you, thank you, thank you. Thank Any comments. other comments? Clap wildly, everyone, for Corbin! And he took the bullet. La 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 la. All right, your next comedians here. Put your hands together, everybody, for Ian Levy! Yay! Hello, how's it going? Okay, hello. Uh, growing up, I used to go uh, once a year uh, to a camp that it was a uh, it was a science camp, and most of the year, eleven months out of the year, it would be a Christian camp. But one month out of the year, they would change the name to science camp to kind of appeal to more kids. Uh, but you kind of tell the way they did things, you know, where their heart really was. Like uh, apparently, when they were a Christian camp, they used to do this exercise where they'd bring in a rabbit, and then in front of all the kids. They would kill the rabbit, yeah, and then a few days later, they would show up with a rabbit again and be like, hey, because you believed in God, the rabbit came back to life. And uh, when I was there, I was only there during the science camp portion, so it was a little different. Like, when I was there, uh, they would bring in a scientist, uh, and then in front of all the kids, they would kill the scientist, uh, you know, and then a few days later, they'd bring back another scientist and be like, yeah, because you believe, you know, it's a science. Uh, but we knew, you know, we knew. It was like, hey, he didn't used to be Filipino. That's weird. It was, uh, you know, it wasn't the same person, but uh, okay. Yeah. I uh, I was watching uh, the show. Uh, do you guys know the show uh, Married at First Sight? Soon. I, I don't understand why contestants get upset on that show. Because the premise is, this is a bad idea. And then they go on the show, and then they get upset because they're like, this was a bad idea. And it's like, what do you, what do you, I don't know. So I haven't written the second half of that joke yet. Normally, I would compare it to something in a witty manner. But, you know, I was too lazy today. I didn't do, I used to, I used to have a day job, and uh, I would think like, oh, I hate having a boss, and now I am my own boss. And turns out I just hate myself, so I don't, uh... I'm really bad at being motivating, but I just watched I watched videos of the new Halo game all day. I spent six hours watching Halo Infinite recaps today, a game I will probably not have time to actually play when it comes out. So that's what I do now. I just spend my time watching video games I will never play. So because we're we've hit the peak of <laughs> culture, I um 
I did I did one thing today. I went to the grocery store and walking in, a woman handed me a flyer for a new product uh, called a unicorn meat. Uh, and it's uh, it's like fake meat. And I don't understand from a marketing standpoint who this is supposed to be for. Because when you're vegetarian, and when you're vegetarian there's kind of two options for fake meat. Either you're someone who used to eat meat and wants the taste of meat, so you you know get a artifact, you know you get fake chicken or something, or you're someone who doesn't like the idea of killing animals, so you get like just you know a mushroom or something, you know a a, a patty. And the unicorn marketing is essentially for people who don't want an animal. They they want an animal to have died, but they don't want a particular, just a mythical. It was amusing to me, but okay. So some of these are just my personal ponderings. Um, uh, what else? Uh, I guess I uh, I watch a lot of um, I watch I watch some trash TV here and there. I watch The Bachelor. Uh, and to me, I don't really like that show because I think it sets up a unrealistic expectation of bachelors. Right? Like all the guys on that show are like a Prince Charming kind of type. I think there should be a more realistic version of the show, you know, for balance. So you have The Bachelor and then just another show called A Bachelor. <laughs> uh, where every episode is just a man in Target buying a second towel. It's just like, I don't even know what I... <laughs> When I when I moved in with my ex, I didn't know you were supposed to have more than one towel. She was like, "Where are your other towels?" And I was like, "Other towels, you know." And then she was like, "Why is it crunchy?" And I was like, "What? Maybe I like a crunchy towel." Yeah, you know, I don't. Um, and just every episode ends with just the woman on a bachelor going, "Jesus Christ, I'm not your mother." Like that's the that's the. Okay, uh, I believe that's been all my time. I'll get off stage. Yay. Ian, yay! He's so great. I'm honored that you're here. I love your Christian camp joke. Um, the only thing I would potentially maybe add is that you talked about science, but maybe you dissect the rabbit okay. for science later or something. Because okay. the rabbit gets killed and it disappears and it comes back. And then you That's talked fair. about science and maybe they dissect maybe the rabbit. Because the rabbit wasn't killed when I was there. They, oh. they did that during the Christian. I was only there for the science. Oh, yeah, I see. I thought that clear. it was. I, I see. I see. I see. Yeah. Yeah. Then it, it even makes more sense I, that yeah, you would dissect, dissect the, the rabbit. Yeah. Or dissect the scientist. Um, and I loved your other bad idea of just watching being your own boss. I thought that you said, oh, I don't have a punchline for the joke, but then you did it. Like, that that was a bad idea. Like, oh. being on that show is a bad idea, and also being your bad own boss is a bad idea. Yeah, I agree. Being me is a bad idea, so <laughs> I'll, I'll take it. And the, the last thing I have is that that mythical meat stuff is very funny. Maybe there's other things. It's like they started with the unicorn, but maybe there's, like, the minotaur because it's yeah. like half bull, half man. It's kind of like long pork, but it's not. You could maybe find some other mythical creatures. The Cerebus, the dog, the three-headed yeah. dog. Although people don't eat dogs, so I don't know. Yeah. But um, I liked that okay. premise very yeah, much. I like that. Half bull, half man. That's what my ex used to refer to me as, right? Hey, oh, we're having fun. Come on. That's a comedy show. Okay, what's going on? You're a genius. You're lovely. Other yeah. comments? I was very underwhelming in the bedroom, so. Hey, That's Ian. Yeah, hello. How's it going? Um, I like the unicorn meat joke. They, they already have some, like something like that called the Impossible Burger, but it's sort of like if your imagination made things even more. Yeah. It's like even more impossible to have unicorn meat. It's, I don't yeah, know. That's a good connection. Maybe something like, um, like it's not an impossible meat. It's like improbable meat. Yeah, yeah. I don't know. Something it's like Ridiculous that. meat. Yeah. yeah. And then uh, one way that i thought you were maybe gonna go with the uh scientist thing was that you know the rabbit comes back but the scientist doesn't 
because we just kill the scientists. Okay, yeah, that could be funny. Yeah, because yeah. God is real. Because <laughs> science is real. Yes, Something versus Darwin? science. Yeah, yeah exactly. The, the oh yeah, from them. Yeah, from the their same point. Then that would mean yeah, exactly. In the context of the joke, isn't it? Yeah, in the context of the, the joke, it's he's 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 the wrong one. Okay. That is, I mean, that is why I started doing comedy to spread the good word. So <laughs> yeah, I, the gospel according yeah, yeah. to Ian Lee. Okay, good job. <laughs> Uh, yeah, I, I thought the, the rabbit joke was really good, too. But the one thing I thought was, like, uh, yeah, you know, they kill the rabbit, and it comes back a few days later. But, like, for the science, you just, like, they kill the rabbit, and then they just go, that rabbit's not coming back. Like, because, like, that's yeah. how the real world is. That you know? is, you know, I forgot to actually mention, apparently one year, someone told me that they forgot to buy two rabbits. <laughs> and so they just killed the rabbit in front of all the kids. Yeah. And then just didn't bring it up again. And, that <laughs> is more of and a, then they, like, all, they all left atheists. That's more right? of a message yeah. of, like, believe in God or else. And then yeah, yeah, just, yeah. Like, yeah, yeah, I mean, why don't you, you could add that to your yeah, premise. Yeah. And, then, and then for the, for the what, what was it, the love at first sight one? Yeah. Compare, it's kind of weak, but the comparison I thought was like, it's like if a UFC fighter trained their whole life to fight and they were put in the octagon and then they're like, I didn't realize I actually had to fight. And just like, well, yeah. it's called the United Fighting. Yeah, yeah. I need so something. that's like. No, you're right. I need something there. Yeah, right? just to be like, it's not like. Yeah. That, that was just my one idea. Yeah, but, yeah. Yeah, that's all. Okay. And also in the future, Ian, don't ever give me any advice. Okay. <laughs> I'm the only Ian in comedy. No, okay. I'm writing that down. Uh, I just uh, thought. No more questions. I just uh, thought yeah. about it and uh, just you know, uh, you should quit comedy. Yeah, you should quit. Yeah, <laughs> you should quit. Yeah, yeah. And uh, I hope you die. Um, yeah, cool. Okay. There you go. Yeah, everybody, clap your hands together. Free and leave. Yay! Yay! Feel the positivity burn like a reoccurring herpes sore on your face. Your next comedian is lovely. He's very new to the scene. Put your hands together for John Lee Appleseed. Thanks, guys. Pam, I'll have you know that some people do eat dogs. Yeah. Um, so I heard that Apple is developing a new way to unlock your iPhone with your mask still on, which I think would be pretty cool. Except it would make it a lot easier for people to get into my iPhone because all they'd have to do is just squint really hard, you know? Which is also what you'd have to do if you ever got a hold of my nudes. Yeah, thanks, guys. Little dick joke for you guys. Uh, I, I hope you don't think that was a cheap Asian joke. I don't like cheap Asian jokes. I think they're corny. That was a very expensive me joke. It's real. It's real. Is this on? It's working? Oh, okay. It's my, my hearing, maybe. Oh, I hear it now. Okay. Um, yeah, it was a very expensive me joke. It comes at the cost of my dignity, and I don't have much of that going around these days, so it's quite expensive. Um, but I measured it recently, and uh, it's not that small. It's not too small. It's half a foot long if you use a really small ruler. Yeah. Um, I, uh, I grew up poor. I was so poor growing up that I qualified for free school lunches at my public high school. But I also grew up fat. And I was so fat growing up that nobody ever told me I qualify for free school lunches. They just assumed I was eating good always, you know, which I think is pretty unfair because fat kids get hungry too, arguably the hungriest. That's why we eat so much. Um, I, uh, I have a hard time with when people say that if they could travel back in time, they, they would kill baby Hitler. I think that's corny. I think that's unoriginal. Because why baby Hitler and not teenage Hitler? I think teenage Hitler would be a lot easier to kill. Because for one thing, teenagers fucking suck. They're the worst. They're super annoying, always complaining and stuff. One less going around wouldn't be too bad. 
sorry. Uh, but <laughs> I forgot, you know. Uh, and another, half of them already kind of want to kill themselves, so it wouldn't be too hard, it wouldn't be too bad. All you got to do is bully him around a little bit and maybe do it himself, you know. And I feel like Hitler wouldn't be too hard to bully. I feel like he's kind of like a nerd, right? First thing, he liked to paint. That's kind of nerdy. Another thing is, uh, I don't know if you guys know this, but he only had one testicle. Do you guys know that? Yeah, that's that's pretty easy to bully f him for. It's low-hanging fruit, literally. Low-hanging fruit. Thanks, guys. Thanks, guys. I saw you clapping there. You could clap a little louder if you wanted. <laughs> um, I uh, and uh, another thing is like I mean well I guess all I'm trying to say is that you don't, you could solve the problem without violence it's not too bad um, and in real life the real life Hitler did kill himself so he had it in him you know you just kind of gotta give him a little push right and he'll do it just a little bit more courage right um, these next few they're not I, I'm they're not really jokes I have uh, certain questions that you guys might or might not have an answer to uh would you call a female mailman a male woman or a female man think about it let me know and another one is uh <laughs> there's no jokes there i hope you know it's just me asking questions there's another one which goes uh if i'm afraid of homophobes does that make me a homophobe phobe and if I'm gay and afraid of homophobes, does that make me a homo homophobe phobe? Or does that mean I'm scared of gay homophobes? Think about that one too. That one's you might need to write some of these down. Get the spellings a little different, you know. Um let me think if I have another one. Okay, I have this one. I don't think it's very good, but I'll try anyways. Do any of you guys have uh guilty pleasures? Like uh like what's your what's your guilty pleasure? What's your go to answer? Okay, okay. I like to do that sometimes. Watch weird videos. That's cool. Mine is I like to I like to watch porn. That's my guilty pleasure. Cause uh, after I watch it, I feel guilty, but it definitely gives me a lot of pleasure, guys. Not so good, huh? No. I had a friend tell me it wasn't that good, but I didn't trust him so much. All right. I think that's my time. I'm done. Clap your hands together for John Lee Appleseed. Uh, I love the self-deprecating stuff at the top, and um, that fat kid joke was really cute with the hungrier tag is really lovely. And that you were self-deprecating at the top and that you can attach yourself to, like that you that's your story and your truth. It's like, oh yeah, you can. And it wasn't even, it didn't even feel fat shaming or anything. Oh, nice, okay. No, it didn't, it didn't feel like it to, to me. That, so. okay. it's, I mean, it's hard, it's one of the things, like it's, if you're a skinny person, you can't really do jokes yeah, about fat people, yeah, but if yeah. you were a fat person, then you know, go ahead, it's your truth. I guess there's no evidence though. Well, yeah. I don't know, it's your, <laughs> yeah. it's your truth. Um, and then the bullying Hitler, I'd have some lines of how you would bully him, like specifics, okay. like if you're gonna call him one ball, or one ball wander, or, okay. or like he's a crappy painter, and you'd be like, oh, you Monet, I can't even see where you do I mean, I don't, uh, there's gotta be some like yeah. line you can throw out to get an extra punch in there. All right, I thought about making fun of like his, uh, his Hitler mustache is probably really puby and patchy. That's perfect. Something be like, like pube stash or something. Okay. You know? Some like thing that you would yell at him in the hallway. All right. That was great though. Yay. Cool. Thank Go you. Go ahead, Ian. 
Uh, I liked your, uh, I like the the fat shaming joke. Uh, <laughs> that, cool. That's a good one. Uh, I I think I that one stood out to me because it felt like the only thing that you wrote that was like personal, really, about you. Yeah. Uh, so I think I wanted to see more of that kind of stuff, uh, just because it was uh, it was instantly just kind of compelling. And like the the Hitler stuff is it's not uh, it's not funny. I've just a lot of people have done that premise about right, trying to yeah. kill Hitler and stuff. Yeah, yeah, yeah. So it's not you you wrote it in a good way, but it's I'd be more I think you can get more interesting stuff if you kind of deep delve more into your own stuff yeah okay if that makes I appreciate sense that, yeah yeah and i would drop the jokes with the asian stereotypes and stuff because i think your writing's better than that so okay uh, all yeah. right all right well this is uh, you know i do have small eyes and a little dick it has nothing to do with my race yeah 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 uh, i know that's kind of on you man <laughs> uh, uh, yeah. see now that but that's a that's a funny joke right there like, yeah that was yeah, like that one was yeah yeah thank you thank you i appreciate it uh yeah if you do stick with the hitler joke though i would say um, cause he kind of, the reason he went into politics was because he wasn't good at art. So you could just make a claim like, you gotta be careful when you bully Hitler. Like you want to bully him to suicide, but not to the point where he commits genocide. Okay. So you get, it's slippery slope. So you get, so I think some, just like one kind of mention to be like, you gotta be careful the type of bullying you do with him. Um, yeah, that's all I had. All right. All right. Thank you. I think that's funny. Good stuff. Put your hands cool. together, everybody. Right, for thanks, John. Guys. Yay. That's how the joke workshop works. All right, your next comedian. He gives really great comments, and he's just a lovely person and very supportive of the station. Clap your hands together, everybody, for Ian Langland. Yay! Hello, everybody. How are we? Good? Great. Let's get into it. Um, uh, wow, there's a lot of people in here. I didn't even realize. Um, I noticed this thing on social media now that I don't know why this is happening, but it is happening. Uh, companies are now, the company's Instagram will now comment on photos as if they're like real people. So I don't know if you guys saw, but you know who Casey Musgraves is? Singer, you know, whatever. She was on a a Saturday Night Live and she was performing and I just saw that NBC commented, Slay Queen. NBC, NBC, the media conglomerate, NBC, comments on a photo of Casey Musgraves, slay queen. Now, I got a lot of questions. <laughs> a, why? <laughs> B, um, did all of NBC agree to this? I want to know that. I want to know if they sent out a company-wide email, the national broadcasting company, everybody that works with them. <laughs> I want to know if they got consent from everybody, whether Casey Musgraves was slaying queen. That's what I want to know. Because I would bet money that there was one worker, at least, <laughs> who maybe thought she wasn't slaying enough. Maybe he had a say in this, and I don't think they respected his opinion. This is definitely the stupidest joke I've ever written. But <laughs> I like where it's going. I just think they need to, they need to respect all opinions. Um, moving on. Uh, I was driving the other day, and I was very late, and right when I looked at the clock and I did the time and I realized I was late, I saw that half the freeway was closed down. And so it took me like 30 minutes to move like 50 feet. It was so jam-packed. And I went and I saw why they had closed it down and it was because there was someone threatening to jump on the overpass onto the freeway. And I was, I, I was very angry at the moment and I just wanted to know why did they have to make it my problem, <laughs> right? You know, I, d I am not depressed. I've never been suicidal, but you know, keep it to yourself. You know, keep it to yourself. Um, 
why does this have to become, I'm already late, and I don't really care if whether you're going to kill yourself or not. You might as well have just blasted a light into the sky saying, hey, look at me, you know? I thought suicide was all about people not caring about you and feeling lonely in this world. So why didn't he just do it in the privacy of his own home? And why did it have to become my problem? He didn't even jump, by the way. They got him down. So uh, wasting my time. At least do it, right? You know? If you're going to waste my time, at least do it. At least commit. You know, I just want someone to commit to uh, what they say. Okay, I'll do one more quick one. Yeah, so I was from those Nigerian princes, you know, that I was losing money. Why haven't they evolved? Why hasn't ha that whole tactic evolved at all? Why do how many people are falling for the Nigerian prince tactic where it's still working? And it's like so suspicious every single time. It's never like, hey, your package didn't come in time. This is from Amazon. It's always like, <laughs> I will give you $500 million if you reply to me right now. And there's got to be someone out there that falls for it every single time. So I think with that joke, I need help on what would be better. Anyway, that's all I have. Thank you. Ian Langlands, everyone. Hooray, huzzah. Uh, Slay Queen, I think that you have an opportunity to use that Slay Queen as a callback anywhere throughout the set. If you're ever going to use it at the top, just mention it at the end or something, just because it's a funny thing to say. Um, and the suicide shaming, I mean, all right. <laughs> uh, I mean, you're, it's going somewhere. It's, it's, I've never heard of it before, so I'm like, you know, you're edgy. But yeah, <laughs> um, they were on. The I just I, it felt like I was too much of an asshole when I do it, so I want to make it funny. <laughs> yeah, you were. I mean, it's. I mean, it's like, well, I wrote down suicide shaming. All right. I mean, I don't know. Other people comments and stuff. Comments. Who likes suicide shaming? Oh. Yeah. Oh. Okay. Find a find a microphone. Okay. Mm -hmm. Okay. Right. Got it. Okay. Got it. Got it. Thank you. Other comments? Oh, please. Uh, um, yeah, I, I kind of like the... Uh, did I rip this off? I'm sorry. I'll put it back, Pam. <laughs> um, I like the uh, the first joke around, uh, like, does every employee agree uh, with the corporation? And then you're like, maybe someone doesn't think it's Slay Queen. And then mm -hmm. I was thinking maybe, like, someone doesn't think it's Slay Queen. They think it's like a more like a yas bitch. Okay. <laughs> okay. <laughs> you know? Yeah. So that's what I was thinking. Cool. On that same note, um, I think you're just like, uh, several directions you could go with it because you know it's like the shock because uh a board of nine 70 year old white men are like slay queen okay. you know like it just yeah it's kind of ridiculous nbc is like the oldest network on tv yeah you yeah, know? yeah okay okay maybe with the suicide joke like what if you make fun of the word commit instead of like it's kind of funny the way like oh. i know it's like weird like commit suicide like is that something about like is that the level of commitment uh. like women expect from me or like i don't know something uh, yeah about the word instead of like the act yeah that's good because they that's what they, do. they always say commit suicide that's right. good good stuff have to so. pay you for that one. we'll clap your hands together everybody for ian langley <laughs> we're moving right along 
And that's good because we have a lot of people and a lot of people dropped in. But it's lovely to see everybody here. Clap your hands for your next comedian and take notes for Dylan Hyun. Yay! Thank you. I just moved into school. I got to do those COVID swab tests all the time now. My ass is very sore. Yeah. Uh, it, you know, I'm not really sure I'm doing them right. And for whatever reason, that Q-tip, it feels a lot bigger when your roommate swabs you. Yeah, my roommate, he always tries to get me in the shower, you know. He says the steam helps clear up your sinuses. So, you know, a couple of weeks now, and I've already walked in on him, him masturbating. I would have been cool with it, but his cum shot landed on my side of the room. So, I kind of deserved it, though, because one time my cum shot accidentally landed inside his girlfriend. So, you know. But, uh, you know, talking to people at college, I'm very excited about commercial space flight. I think it's going to be really cool in my lifetime. Sorry, Pam, you'll miss it. Um, <laughs> yeah, no, I, I'm, I'm quite excited for it. You know, I, I can't wait to start sending flat earthers to space, have them take a gander for themselves, you know. I think space travel is going to be really cool until space 9-11. Then security is going to be horrible. They're going to start probing our butts. They're going to be the real aliens. Do you think the space TSA does pat-downs in spacesuits? It's a silly idea. I'm just riffing. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, anyway, um, yeah, the, fu the future is, is looking kind of dark, I'm not going to lie. I think robots are also going to take our jobs. Yes, Mexican robots are just going to take all of the jobs, you know. I don't think anyone's really safe. I'm glad I'm not a hooker, though. I'd be sweating, you know. I heard that they're coming out with a sex doll that has Amazon Alexa installed. I think that's a, actually a very smart move. They're really reaching to their target audience, you know. Because if there's anything those really desperate, lonely incels want, it's the ability to tell women what to do. You can smash and then order Grubhub right after. It's, you know, it's a, it's a good deal for those men. Yes, not that I would know anything about that. Um, I just research these things in my spare time. Yeah. Anyway, a um, little bit about myself. I don't watch porn. I never really had a reason to. Because growing up, my next door neighbor would always sunbathe topless. But one time I got caught. It was fine. He was chill with it. Yeah. And uh, I don't masturbate, though. That's That's a truth about me. Um, I'm, apparently I'm missing out on a lot. Apparently I hear that all the time. But it's kind of distressing. I might start masturbating soon for medical reasons. I recently read that people who go a long time without coming are at an increased risk of prostate cancer. So when I heard this, I called my girlfriend and I said, you need to check your prostate. We've been dating for like three years and you haven't come once. I'm deeply worried for you. My roommate checks my prostate. I'm good. But, um, yeah, she broke up with me after that. You ever had a breakup so bad you became racist? Like, maybe not permanently, but, like, you know, you're going to be dating a Kelly or something next. Yeah, this girl, she was black, and she broke up with me, and she said she'd never date another Japanese boy again. I said, that's great because I'm Korean. Turns out she was actually Indian, 
So I'm not really sure what went wrong there, but I guess I was racist to begin with. So I think that's my time. Thanks so much. Dylan Yun, everyone. Comments. Comments. Oh, Dan's coming in. Yeah, I um, I was distracted by multiple things, so I'm sorry I didn't get to take notes during your set. I apologize. That's okay. I think with the prostate joke, with the I would just stop right at the girlfriend where you're like, you got to check your prostate and just let people. Okay, don't, that don't out do any. Don't no do need any. No need to tag. explain it after that. It's I a little you. snappier if it just stops right there. I think. Okay. Uh, what was the other one? I forgot. Let me give it to uh, Jason. Hey, man, let's go. How are you, man? Okay. Um. Yeah. Uh. Yeah. I, I do think I did like the girlfriend prostate one a lot. Um. The other one I was thinking about was the uh, the sex robot with Alexa. Yeah, I'm trying. I'm trying to think of better ways to like, you know, what that would actually look like. So you like you talked about how like guys who objectify women are often like thinking old fashioned ways. So I would like use an old fashioned term. So it'd be like, you'd like come on the sex robot robot, and then you'd be like, Alexa, get me a sandwich. You know, like something like that. <laughs> <laughs> okay. Yeah. 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 And then you could order a sandwich. Exactly. Yeah. And someone else could deliver it. It'd be amazing. Uh, I like the joke. I like, well, I, I like the whole set, but the one I liked the most was the Mexican robot one. And I've seen you perform it before. And I think last time you did it, you kind of let that punchline hit, but this one, you kind of like, it walked didn't, over it. yeah, you little, yeah, like walked over it. You didn't dwell on it. So I think it was funnier before when you just go Mexican robots. And then people are like, Oh, taking our jobs. They kind of make yeah, the connection. Yeah. Um, I have any, I th that was it. What do you think of the any comments on the commercial space flight one? Uh, that one I I was writing on stage. I've I, I thought it was an interesting point. Well, I mean, there's a lot of different avenues you can go yeah, if you want to keep yeah. that. The thing is, is that we there is no reference for what it would be like for us to go to space. That's so true. like, you can't be like, oh, now we'd have to do this, this, and this because it doesn't exist in the first place. But a space 911 could be funny if you worked it out enough yeah i yeah, I, yeah. I couldn't tell you right now but I, okay I mean, th there's definitely something there gotcha all right clap your hands in a wild slappy like motion for dylan young yay <laughs> all right moving right along you're an ex-comedian super funny guy glad he's here tonight put your hands together for daniel lewis daniel! hey everybody how's it going all right yeah, I love coffee. I was just uh, opened up a new package of coffee today. I noticed on the package it said, "Packaging uh, is kind to the planet." And I'm like, wait a minute. Like, I don't think any packaging is actually kind to the planet. I think you just mean it's less bad for the planet, right? I'd be like, yeah, I'm uh, I'm kind to my kid. I only verbally abuse him. I don't know. Dylan mentioned space travel. I know people are saying that because we're destroying the planet, we're gonna have to go to Mars. We have to colonize Mars and because we're, the environment is going to be so shitty. But it, it's, it's hard to imagine the environment being shittier than it is on Mars, where it's negative 100 degrees and there are no trees and everything is one color. How are, like, how are like the people who colonize Mars going to explain to their kids why they had to leave the lush Earth planet, you know? Yeah, we had to leave, man. It was a real hellhole. It got five degrees warmer. You know that we're going to go to Mars and just dig up whatever they have there and destroy that environment too? 
It's going to be so bad on Mars. It's going to be negative 95. We'll have to get the hell out of there. People say, uh, if you want to know uh, how someone has sex, just watch them dance. That's a thing. People that, now, I know that's true for me because I, I realize I can't do either like no one's watching. Right. You guys familiar with the phrase, drink the Kool-Aid? Right, drink the Kool-Aid means, that basically means you're a suicidal maniac that you believe something so much that it's to your detriment. And it comes from Jonestown where they drank Kool-Aid. That's a, that's a, that's a shitty last meal, a little cup of Kool-Aid, but, you know. What if it's a flavor you don't like? Also, it's French Guiana. It's like, you know, very hot there. You know they're not refrigerating. It's a warm little cup of Kool-Aid. I imagine them coming to me being like, we only have banana flavor left. Be like, ah, you know what? I'd almost rather live than drink this. Uh, saw the movie Jojo Rabbit. You guys see that movie where Hitler... Hitler's kind of funny in that movie. There's no fewer than four comedies that involve Hitler. I counted them. There are actually more movies that are funny with Hitler in them than with clowns in them. In fact, clowns will kill people in movies. So if you're looking for a fun movie after this COVID, you go to the theater, there's two posters, one with Hitler, one with the clown, take the Hitler movie. It's bound to be funnier. Uh, I saw in Japan, Jojo Rabbit is called, I think it's called something like uh, Jojo Nazi Bunny or something in translation. I love that when a movie gets another name in another country. Saw the movie Top Gun in Israel, it's called Love in the Skies. That's fun, too. And I, and I actually ran into this. I saw the movie Get Out in Canada. There they call it Leave, Please. So that's fun. Had a banh mi sandwich earlier today. I love a banh mi sandwich. You guys like the Vietnamese sandwich? I think it's pretty, uh, it's, yeah, it's pretty great. I'm surprised they're still going with the French bread, though, on the national sandwich of Vietnam, given all that France did to that country. Colonized the place. Fucked everything up. They had a 10-year insurgent war for independence from France. Get the fuck out. Stay out. Wish you never came here. We have our own culture. Leave the baguettes and that tasty pate. We like that. What else? Shit. Uh, you guys know about double jeopardy laws too, right? You, can't be, you, you cannot be tried for the same crime twice, which means I get to try to kill my landlord as many times as I want as long as I don't kill him. They already got me for attempted murder. I just got I don't get, oh fuck, never mind, forget it. I didn't have it ready. Thank you, cue the music, thank you. Yay, Dan Lewis. I'm sorry about that microphone today too. I don't know what's up with that XLR cable. I need to rerun it. We can, we can grab it, the next person can grab the other mic that has the, per, the blue tape around it. We can try that one. See if it's a better connection. Um, I liked your, your packaging, less bad stuff. Um, I think that it would be, it's kind of cheeky, but you said verbally abused, and what if you said trash? Because okay. you were talking about garbage anyway, okay. and you verbally trashed them. I mean, that's dumb, but it's just wordplay. That's okay. the only thing I can write down. I liked all that Mars stuff. I thought, if, um, sex like no one's watching, I feel like there's gotta be another tag after that or something okay. like, Something about how am I supposed to make money on my OnlyFans without people watching? I don't know. Okay, I think yeah, there's yeah. Joke it seems after incomplete. It. Yeah. Um, and everyone has a Hitler joke right now, which is, I think I is really yeah, funny. I, I don't know what's realize. up with that. Ah. And I love that Bon Me joke. I think it's really stellar. Um, that's all my stuff. Uh, I was gonna say about the uh, 
the Hitler joke actually. It it kind of swerved with the the clown stuff, and it feel it felt more like I think it's a good idea, but it feels more like a clown joke where you draw a comparison to Hitler movies. Like I think it might structurally it might work better if you open with there aren't any funny like saying there aren't any funny clown movies oh yeah good and then idea. like there yeah. and then you mentioned there are more funny movies with hitler than clown you're something like that if that yeah. makes sense yes definitely to me that That's might good. make the uh the overall premise kind of because i thought I, it just felt like you're gonna go some other direction with it and then right. i was surprised you ended on the clown thing not that i think that's a bad ending it's just right yeah that's for good. clarity's sake and then uh, the other thing is, I, I really like the uh, just doing something with. I, I mean, you said you weren't you weren't quite ready with it, but the uh, you can't be tried for the same crime. Uh, <laughs> yeah. That's there's there's something funny in there. Like don't yeah. don't give up on that. That's a okay. good premise. Yeah, yeah. Okay. definitely. Yeah, thank you. I agree. I agree with the double jeopardy thing. I think that's a pretty funny concept to explore. And um, I really like the thing about uh, being on a desolate planet trying to explain to your kids why you left luscious Earth. Mm -hmm. I think that's hilarious. And I think that you can play with the other resources. So you can be like, we're on a desolate planet. We had to leave luscious earth. Like there's no water here, but there was too much flooding on earth. Right. Yeah. You know, or no pineapples. A, here. Right. Like we're on a planet with right. no air, but we had to leave earth cause oxygen got too great, you know, right, right. stuff like that. Yeah. Thank you. Other comments. All right. Put your hands one. together. Everybody for Dan Lewis. Yay. Yay! Cool, and we are we are moving right along with the time, which is good because we have a lot of people. Uh, put your hands together for oh, thank you, Candy. Um, put your hands together for your next comedian, number seven, Sarah Guth. Yay! so many wires. <laughs> Sometimes I feel like it's okay if no one hears me though. But anyway, um, guys, I'm really jealous of babies. I feel like the only escape from fat shaming is being a baby. Like it's the only time in our lives when people are like, not only do we accept your fat roles, we love them. At least for most genders. For some reason, for men, <laughs> the baby bod never stops being desirable. Like, I'm sorry, but dad bods are nothing more than babies that have just really let themselves go, and yet they're celebrated as a sign of success, stability, a source of income for people who invest in Viagra. I really don't get why so many women want to be with a dad bod, especially after the apocalyptic year we've just had. Like, in a post-apocalyptic world ravaged by fires, pandemics, nuclear war, you think being associated with a dad bod is gonna be anything but a liability? No, of course not. Unless you think outside the box. Like maybe you keep a dad bod around like you keep ramen noodles in your pantry for emergencies. Because like he'll reliably still be on your couch, has been marinating himself in front of the grill for the last 20 years. And if he tries to run, he'll trip over his own gut. Um, okay. Well, you know what? Honestly, I, I don't think these women that love dad bods are really that clever. Uh, they're mostly white women. And uh, after this last election, there's real data that we are mostly dumb pieces of shit. 53% uh, of us voted for Trump, which is only surprising when you consider the reason why Trump said he supports women's rights. 
Uh, which is clearly because he heard fallopian tubes and was like, Filipino boobs? <laughs> I am down to support those. That's what he's doing with his hands, just like working out the best way to prop them up when he finally gets the chance. Um, but we really shouldn't be surprised that so many white women voted for Trump. Because like, we knew these women biologically were always going to be just plain dumb. Uh, I mean, they're almost always the daughters of bigots who hated anyone who was different. Uh, so had children were the people most like themselves, their own family. Uh, these people for generations have hated diversity, uh, which is ironically exactly what their family tree needed to avoid having daughters who think chauvinism is the same word as chivalry. Everyone's like, gross. <laughs> and that's so, so disgusting to think about having a, sleeping with another relative. Um, but is it really so disgusting that you'd never do it? Uh, anyone in a relationship here? Oh, lots of volunteers. Oh, okay. We'll go. You said you are in a relationship. Okay. Thank you for volunteering. Uh, I'm sure you're aware of the fact that since we're all human, uh, we're all, we all belong to the same species, we're all related to some degree. And we're often blissfully unaware of this beyond maybe second cousins. Uh, but with the technology today, you know, home DNA tests like 23andMe, and the way people just carelessly leave their hair behind in public places, there's been a real concern that there could be a DNA data breach. Basically, someone could collect all of our genetic information and leak it online, and then we wouldn't be so blissfully unaware of who we're related to anymore. Uh, so my question for you is at what level of cousin would you call it quits with your partner? How low would you go? Second? Second cousin. <laughs> wow, that is true love. Damn, wow, that's, that's, that's great. Um, just maybe don't have children, but okay, that's my time. <laughs> Zero Goth, everyone, hooray. Yeah, like all new stuff. So that means you're, you're writing, you've been writing and that's great. And your memorization is really awesome too that you don't have any notes. It's super impressive. Um, and that new stuff, that crowd work at the end is, is, is really lovely. The only thing is that like, sometimes I can, it feels like I know it's a script in, yeah. from my, so it's like, it's a, I think the bridge now, the writing's there um, and the jokes are there. There's just a matter of making it seem like it isn't that you aren't. Like more relaxed. Yeah. Yeah. Something yeah. there's like, but, it, but I can tell that you're memorized and that's amazing and yeah. perfect and you're not using notes in any way and there's no phone and like there's no, that's great. Um, so no, I tried this out to get over stage fright. So that is, that is the still working on that part. Yeah. Well, <laughs> but, hey, but no. great stuff. Uh, thank you. Yep. Um, uh, yeah, I was just going to say, I think with the uh, dad bot stuff, you actually have like an opportunity for a bit of a misdirect there. If you just, instead of like building up to saying like, why do people like dad bots? And then saying, accept this, you could be like, you like dad bods. And then the surprise is because, oh, you know, yeah. Yeah, it's a food right. source during the, you know, <laughs> post-apocalyptic yeah. era. Uh, great set. You are so smart, obviously. And uh, your, um, your concepts is so high concept that I feel like as I'm listening to you, I'm learning and learning and learning. And it's taking, and that part is awesome, but it's also taking me out, away from the funny and more into yeah. the, oh, what is she talking about again? Am I smart enough for this person? So I think somehow incorporating 
uh, a little a couple of extra jokes in there somewhere yeah. within the concept ex- explanation would, would go a long way. Okay. Yeah. No, that makes sense. Thanks. Yeah, I really like the dad bot stuff. That was like a good concept to uh, go on and stuff. You talked a bit about like, uh, you know, how white women like dad bods. You may be able to riff on like maybe like some other like maybe like brown women or Asian women like a different type or that I think there might be something there. Mm-hmm. Um, with the joke you asked about someone who was in a relationship, um, you picked someone. There's like a bit of a long gap. So I, I lost like a bit of attention. Maybe if you set up that like that like that data breach thing and be like hey who's some like just pick someone uh, and then hit them with the uncomfortable question I think that yeah that's better yeah thank you cool clap your hands together everybody for sarah guth yay yay uh we're on our last comic with comments and then it just turns into a regular open mic and i'm so excited every time he's in the building he's the young teenage phenom here and he's so wonderful Hang out, take notes, and enjoy Luca Branches. Yay! Oh, no. Yeah, I'm really excited. I'm really excited since Dave Chappelle's new special is coming out tomorrow. I'm, I'm like really hyped. So, uh, so today, uh, in his honor, I'm going to do something he's known for doing on stage, right? Yep, smoke cigarette. Gang member, what's up? Psych, this is a fake cigarette. My mom's right there. I'm not that ballsy. You know, I'm, I can't smoke a real cigarette in front of my mom. Huh. Uh, but, yeah. Yeah, but I am in eighth grade, right? So I'm, I'm pretty young. And right, like, I'm in eighth grade, man. You know something that's unacceptable in middle school? It's unacceptable. It's liking someone that's below your age. That's unacceptable. Like, that, it's disgusting. You know what I mean? Like, I have a friend. I have a friend who likes a seventh grader. Like, uh, ugh, ugh, that, that's so disgusting. That, like, you, don't, you guys don't even understand. That's gross. You know, you can't like a seventh grader. That's not, that's not how it works, you know, that, I can't be friends with him, like, I can't hang out, that, like, no, it's, it's, it's so disgusting, you know what I mean, like, man, even though I'm 13, and it's, you know, I, two months ago, I was 12, but, like, nah, you know what I mean, in two months, a lot can happen, eight episodes of The Mandalorian can come out in two months, you know what I mean, stuff can happen, I don't know, like, yeah, yeah, man, but kids these days, am I right? Like, they, what are they, what are they doing? I feel like, like in religion class, I had religion class today, right? In religion class, we're learning about saints. And they were telling us, they were telling us that any one of us could be a saint, any one of us. But I feel like, I feel like that's not true. I don't think anyone in my class could be a saint. You know what I mean? Like, you think you think a saint ever said a D's nuts joke? You th- <laughs> think that's ever happened? I don't I don't think so. Like it's it's pretty you know it's pretty obvious. Like because you know because of social media, I don't think anyone in my class could be a saint. Like like the closest I can think to a saint is the Dalai Lama, right? The Dalai Lama has a Twitter. 
be like, he's a monk. Like, what's he, you know, what's he going to do with the Twitter? Like, imagine him, imagine him, like, scrolling through Twitter news. He's like, yo, yo, nah, man, Kim and Kanye getting divorced? Nah, no. I got to go back to meditating. God damn, like, that one, you know, that's not going to happen. That's, it's weird, right? Like, like, imagine if Mother Teresa had an Instagram. Imagine, like, that would be pretty weird, right? Imagine what she'd post on Instagram. She'd, like, take a selfie with, with some brown guy. Like, the caption would be, like, just heal this Indian hobo. Hashtag blessed. Like, a little presumptuous, Mother Teresa. I don't know what you're doing. Yeah. Yeah. Yeah, man. But I do go, I go to a private school. Right, and even though we're a private school, we're pretty stingy. Like, like uh, when I go to a bathroom, my school, I uh, I have to wash my hands, so I use the soap. The soap there is terrible. You know what I mean? It's like gooey. It's like smells bad. I don't know. I that's I feel like that's how you know how rich someone is by like by what their the name of their soap is. Like you know what by like what the smell is like. Like uh, I went to my friend's house. And and I went to go to the bathroom and I washed my hands when I was washing my hands. I saw that the name of his soap was flannel. What does flannel smell like? That's that's a material. How do you know what that smells like? You know what I mean? People are just smelling it. Yeah, I know what I have an idea, you know what I mean? Like that's not no, you know? Like another I realize another name for a soap is is Lakeside Life. What how do you know what that smells like? Again, you know, that makes that's that makes no sense at all. Right? Like one more name is Honolulu's son. Like, isn't that the same son as everyone else's? You know? Like that makes it makes no sense. You know, right? Like, I feel like it, it's so dumb though, right? Because that when they say Honolulu, they clearly mean the beach. And everyone knows what the beach smells like, right? Fish and sea salt. It does doesn't smell nice. I don't know what they're doing, right? Okay, yeah, uh, I guess that's my sad thing. Luca Branches, everyone! Hooray! If you have comments, come in. Um, I, I liked your riffing at the top, that, um, and you can add something about, you know, my mom's, my mom's cool, but she's not that cool. Um, but she is super cool. Your mom's effing rad um all that saint stuff was new you had a bunch of new stuff i'm super impressed i would say like you said something about a d's nuts and i would do a d's nuts joke just because you were it, you were there like you might as well instead of saying it just do it yeah, yeah. um and then dalai lama same thing well what was the dama what would the dalai lama tweet like namaste or whatever yeah, yeah. like every day they he puts namaste like just think of like it's just an extra punch because it's like super specific and i think mother Teresa's way dead is she, a, is she a saint? No, 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 she's dead. Yeah, yeah, she's but a she's saint. But she's a saint. Yeah. So I'd mention that she's a saint because yeah. then it gets you uh, back okay, to okay. the, it gets you back to the them tweeting and all that stuff. And like, yeah, new soap stuff. You're working, you're writing. I'm so impressed. You just keep writing new stuff. Uh, other comments? Yeah, dude. Uh, I think I, I've heard a lot about you, about the 14-year-old who's doing comedy. So you're 13? 13. Yeah, 13. That's okay. Maybe there's another one that I don't know about. <laughs> but dude, that was super exciting. I would play more with like as soon as I heard your voice, I started laughing. So I would like play more with like like your youth because yeah, yeah, I, I feel like you got maybe like four more years to use it. So that's something I would do. 
And then uh, there's definitely something super funny about the Dalai Lama using Twitter. Um, uh, you, like, the, like you see him like liking like fifty different oh, things. Yeah, like, yeah. When is he meditating? You know, like yeah. He, yeah. he has like two hundred. Po- does he? Did he get four arms? Is this what happens? You know, awesome. you know, <laughs> something like that. Um, I I didn't finish typing the the last one, but uh, super exciting stuff, dude. Okay, yeah, thank you. Oh, one more. Uh, awesome stuff. This is my first time seeing you. I was really loved the energy. That was really cool. Um, you were talking about Twitter and Dalai Lama. Like one thing you could do is like, um, maybe you could have a bit or like Heaven's Gate. Uh, there, instead of like reviewing your actions, you just look at your Twitter threads and like people go back to Dalai Lamas and Mother Theresa's like tweets from like decades ago. Yeah. Where it's like then it was like okay, but now it's like kind of yeah, cancel. Yeah, 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 exactly, exactly. Um, and then on the flannel thing, um, maybe you could talk about, or this is just an idea, like, like how someone comes up with that smell. Like, yeah. even though it's a material, like what causes someone to make that a smell that that could be something too. like yeah. where they see the flannel, if it's on like a lumberjack or at like a frat party, something like that. It's for sweaty teenage yeah. boys. Exactly. It smells sweaty. like sweaty teenage yeah, boys. Yeah, yeah. But this is great no, stuff. Sorry, I shouldn't have said that out loud. Uh, that was gross. I'm a terrible person. Uh, real quick, 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 like a bunny. Okay, uh, real quick, I would say uh, you might want to do a, uh, a callback when you're doing the act out of Mother Teresa and have Mother Teresa do like hashtag D's nuts or something. Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. 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 That would be funny, you're right. Um, there it is. And then uh, so, something just to be uh, mindful of is you have kind of a lot of, uh, you say like and write. Yeah, a no, lot. no, I realized that when I was doing it. Yeah, I was pretty mad at myself. It's, yeah. uh, it's okay. No, I, mean, I mean, you're like two years old, so you shouldn't feel, <laughs> don't feel bad. It, it's amazing you do this at all. But just, just something to consider, just, just being really mindful of uh, uh, using as few words as possible. Clap your hands together, everybody, for Luca Branches! Yay! Yay! Okay, so that is the end of the workshop section. And now we're just going to do sets. I'm going to shave off the tiniest bit of time, so it'll be like 3 minutes and 45 seconds, just so I can fit everybody in, because I think we can do it. Your next comedian, put your hands together for Ray Khan! This way. Hi guys, I got a hot mic. Nice to see you. Hello, hello. What's going on? I turned 50 years old recently, about two years ago. Uh, cool. Uh, my wife is cute. She's like, oh my God, you guys. Oh my God, 50 and flirty. Oh my God. You know, uh, she likes to be cute. She likes to use alliterations a lot. She's like, oh my God, you guys. You guys, uh, 60 and 70, you guys. 60, 70 and sodomy, you guys. Oh my God, you guys. Oh my God, you guys. 80 and patient-assisted suicide and euthanasia, you guys. You guys. Growing old can be tough with her. Um, uh, let's see. I like music. Who likes music around here? Anybody? Anybody like music? Oh, good. A room full of non-robots. That's great. Uh, I like Billy Joel. You hear about this new artist, uh, up and coming? In 1989, he set out a song uh, called uh, "You." We didn't start the fire. You guys know this song? 
Yeah, in the words of William Shakespeare, that New York alcoholic doth protest too much, methinks. Yeah, there's no way, man. There's no way. I, I counted it. He actually, for 17 times during that song, said, we didn't start the fire. 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 Uh, I'm pretty sure Billy Joel and his band starts all the fucking fires, everybody. There's no way. You cannot protest that much and not be have a little bit of arson in you. Imagine if I imagine if I changed the words to that song and I was like, oh, it's, I got a good word for it. Um, I didn't fuck your girlfriend. How about that? Yeah? I didn't fuck your girlfriend. I didn't fuck your girlfriend. I didn't fuck your girlfriend. Halfway through that song, you'd be like, I think Ray's fucking my girlfriend. By the end of that song, you'd be like, Ray is fucking all the girlfriends. I'm pretty sure about that. Um, uh, you guys, uh, I was 11 years old, uh, and I was into music as well, and I said, hey, Mom, do you mind? Uh, could you buy me a saxophone? I'm interested in playing. Uh, I don't have Luca's mom. I got a different mom. And um, and uh, my mom came back and said, sure, for your birthday, I'm going to go ahead and buy a saxophone for you. Comes back three days later, so I got bad news for you. I bought you a clarinet, you know. I didn't get you a saxophone, but I got you a clarinet on my cool. Cool, I guess uh, I kind of wanted a, a sexy, bluesy horn, but I guess a phallic PVC pipe with holes will do. Thanks, Mom. Thanks. I appreciate it. Uh, what's for Christmas? Is it, a, is it a vest, Mom? Is it a vest for Christmas? Is it a straw hat? Am I joining a, Dixie band, a Dixieland band, Mom? Huh, is that it? So it's happening? Thanks. I'm trying to get my first kiss, Mom. I'm not trying to, I'm not trying to solo, in, uh, solo a uh, Glenn Miller solo. No way. No way. Not happening. Um, when I was a kid, I wanted to be I wanted to be a Nazi growing up. I was a was a real real fan of them. I had a lot of I had a lot of OCD, right? And so my friend Steve Davis was in class, and he asked me, "What do you want to be when you grow up?" And I said, "I want to be a Nazi, Steve." And he said, "Ray, what did Jewish people ever do to you?" And I said, "Steve Davis, look me directly in my eyes and answer this question." What's a Nazi? Because I had no idea. I was not a smart kid. I had no idea. I was just interested in them marching in line and having shiny boots and sharp clothes, everybody. I had no idea. Um, uh, from then on, I used Steve Davis as my Alexa. He was my 1979 Alexa. I said, Steve, what's a haberdashery? Can you tell me what a haberdashery is? I think it's a place where they sell men's fine clothing. I'm like, great, perfect, perfect. I'm going to get a job at Hugo Boss. All right, that's my time, guys. Thanks a lot. Thanks, Pam. Appreciate it. Yay, I'm so Yay. glad you did that Hugo Boss callback because he was the ones who designed the things for the Nazis. Everyone has a Nazi joke right now. It is so weird. Uh, put your hands together for your next comedian. He was just up at the punchline last night. Clap your hands together for Kyle Moore. Oh, and by the way, outside, you guys are being kind of loud and a little bit rude. So either come in or, you know, or just quiet down a little bit. Because your next comedian, he was up at the punchline last night. Put your hands together, everybody, for Kyle Morrissey. All right. She told you to be quiet for me. Did you hear that? That was... That was that was good. All right, cool. I uh, my friends just had a baby, and they haven't invited me over to meet it yet. But I already feel anxiety about dropping it. Um, I don't. I mean, does anyone else just imagine the, like, what is the the worst thing? Does anyone think about that ever? Like, do you remember as a kid, you going to Pacific Lounge? All right, let's see around. All right. What? 
Yeah, no, I was just asking. Yeah, I don't know you just kept standing there, so I wasn't. I was like, oh shit. Am I, uh, I, no, no, you. Uh, whatever. I think you're making this really awkward. <laughs> um, do you guys ever have this experience as a kid where you're like on top of a building or like a bridge or something, and you look over the side, and there's like a little voice in your head that's like, oh shit, I could jump right now, and it's not. It's not like it's not suicidal. It's just like the lizard part of your brain that recognizes it's a possibility. And it's the worst thing that I that shit invades every single aspect. I think about the worst things that anytime I'm having a conversation with a man, there's always a voice in my head that's like, I could totally kiss this dude right now. Don't do it, but you could totally do it. You could totally do it. And I don't think it's I don't think it. It's bad because it's gay. I just think it'd be kind of rude to kiss someone in the middle of a conversation. You know, it'd be the most disruptive thing ever. But I don't know. I don't, I don't even handle sincerity very well. I like compl. I don't really do well with compliments. Like anytime someone says something nice to me, I immediately get deflective and I start explaining why it's not true. Like recently, I got a haircut and someone said, "Hey, nice haircut," and I immediately went, "Actually, I'm a real piece of shit." Uh, my 20s have been an avalanche of bad fi financial decisions. So I just spent $8 at Supercuts. What are you talking? The number gets lower every time I do it. Um, I, uh, I, I, I think the, f the phrase special needs is a little out of date. Um, because if you think about it, everyone nowadays kind of has special needs. And I'm not being like, yeah, everyone's a pussy. That's not what I mean. I just, I think like nowadays we're all very cognizant of like any, you know, considerations that we need to have for other people. Because everyone kind of has, like I just got diagnosed with celiac disease. I, I can't eat gluten. I went to a doctor and I was just straight up with him. I was like, yeah, like if I have a piece of pizza at one in the afternoon, I feel like I'm going to pass out. And he was like, all right. Well, why don't we play this extra safe? I'm just gonna put it down as COVID-19. Uh, I was like, no, don't do that. This is this is serious. I can't eat bread. Uh, besides, I thought about it. The only thing that not being able to eat gluten and ha and getting COVID-19 have in common is you feeling like everybody needs to know about it <laughs> through a group text. Hey, uh, <laughs> this is everyone I had physical contact with the other night at, at Olive Garden. Uh, Listen, you probably don't need to get tested. Uh, you're prob you're probably fine. I'm I'm just letting you know when I eat the chicken carbonara, I I shit and need to lie down. <laughs> Someone's like, "Really? You had no idea this whole time you had to be gluten-free?" I was like, "Yeah, I kind of had a feeling, to be honest. Like at least for the last several years I've had very strong cravings for more attention." Uh Get it? Cuz I'm we're pussies. No. Uh I mean, I, I, I'm out of time, but I, th that was a tangent. <laughs> I was going to make a joke about how, look, either we call everybody special needs now or we start calling special needs people what they actually are. You know what I mean? That's right. What I mean is happier than everybody else. <laughs> All right. See ya. Kyle Morsey, everyone. Yay. Um, so, everybody, it's that other microphone works better. If someone can just... Take the time to untangle it. That would be great if you put it in front. Uh, there's some people we're missing on the list, so I'm going to do a little roll call quickly. Lee's not here, but you are. Put your hands together for your next comedian, Brady Pearson. Down, I'll see you. 
All right, can you hear me all right? How you doing? Don't I look fabulous? Right, I did. Look what I got. Can you see this? What does it say? Sexy, Miss sexy little thing. That's right. My first time in drag and I won a little award. Is that amazing? Thank you. Oh my God, there is another cocksucker here. I wasn't sure. Hey, queen. I felt so alone. Oh my God. So what did y'all do this week? What did y'all do this weekend? What did you do? Yeah. yeah. I mean, you're sitting there. You went to a porn, what? Portland, oh God, I wish you'd gone to send them to a porn, that'd be better. Why Portland? What did you do there? Not, probably nothing fun, okay, never mind. Okay, what did you do this weekend? You went, you what? Oh, you went, did you perform in it? Oh, you just went to one, okay. So nobody here was out there like sucking a madam on a cock like I was. Oh, did you, did you, was it Castro Street Fair for you too? No. Oh, Strangeman's Apartments. I've I've been there. I have done that. Yeah, that's great. Yeah, you know, it's because it's one of those things that you know I really want to do very well because, you know, I'm, I want to move beyond being a practicing homosexual. You know, I want to be a really good one. And I was like, what can I do that's really good? You know, like I think, hmm, you know, maybe cocksucking would be really. You know, I'm really good at that. You know, now it makes me wonder, what if there were Dick Olympics? You know, I mean. Well, you know, because I know I would definitely make the all-American cocksucking team, but I just barely, I barely missed the uh, synchronized fisting team. Ouch, that hurt. Um, and then I definitely would go for the, uh, oh, the the relay snowball race, which would be great. Do you do you guys know what a snowball is? Do you do you? Oh, you oh, of course you wouldn't, because no one's done it for you. Um, <laughs> it's it's just the truth. Okay, so a snowball is like when you drink, you know, you take some, you know, you you take a load in your mouth. You know what that is? It's, we're not talking laundry, and um, okay, we're not we're not talking laundry. So what you do is you you run, you you get you get you go right, and then you've got to go pass it to somebody else, you know, into their mouth, and then they've got to keep going until the finish line, right? Wouldn't that be awesome? I mean, I would be great at that, you know. Um, God, you know, after all that confession, I feel so much closer to you guys. And um, it reminds, you know, it just reminds me of the little days when I was a little boy and I dreamed of the boys' camp that could have been. Oh, God, you know, you would just sit there and play with balls all day long and take really long, deep showers and be really clean. And we would go to the mess hall and get together and we would sing the theme song from camp, Put It In Me in Lake Putatinny, Wisconsin. And it goes a little something like this. <clears throat> oh, I love you, put it in me. Put it in me every day. I love you, put it in me. Put it in me all the way. On your shores, put it in me. I am yours. One of my Sandra. Put it in me. Put it in me every day. Thank you all. I'm Brady Pearson. Yay, Brady Pearson. Hooray. All right, we're moving right along. Your next comedian, very funny guy. Clap your hands together for Kelly Evans. Yay. This is, uh, all right, perfect. Hey, how's it going, everybody? Cool. Um, so this pandemic, huh? Pretty great, huh? 
who's having a good time. Fuck, I have been so lonely. Oh, my God. Um, yeah, I knew it was bad when I started watching all this true crime. And uh, I saw a documentary about this couple who would go around. They'd be kidnapping and, and murdering people together. And the first thing that I thought was, uh, I wish I was in a relationship. You know, I miss couple activities, right? You just can't do things together. Anyway, that's not a healthy viewpoint. Um, yeah, so I am, uh, but dating is back. I don't know if you know, but uh, you can, you know, go online and meet somebody now. And uh, I just have to say, I have a hard time dating women that are more successful than I am uh, because they won't let me, you know? They keep rejecting me, but I keep trying, you know, and that's why I was very surprised uh, when I matched with the venture capitalist and uh, I was like, what is wrong with this woman? You know, let's find out. Uh, I was like, what does she have like a fake leg or maybe she's in a cult? And, you know, I was like, I'm kind of letting my mind get away. You know, I'm just going to give it a chance. Uh, I'm just going to do the right thing and uh, check out all her social media, you know? So I, uh, I looked at that, you know, Facebook, Instagram, Venmo. It all checks out. Very nice, very nice lady. And uh, so we went out and... Um, you know, we were having a good time, drink some wine. She brings up, uh, she's like, oh, I want to order the caviar. And I was like, it is horrible here, seriously. And, yeah, I said that because I'm paying. <laughs> and, uh, fuck no, I cannot afford caviar. Are you serious? I can do crackers and canned tuna. Let's fucking, if that's if you want seafood. Um, so... <laughs> I'm a little, I'm like, this girl, so this woman is so out of my league. I, I got to get out of here, you know? And, uh, and then she starts talking about her religious beliefs, and it turns out she's a Scientologist. Yeah, right? So she's been in my league the whole time, guys. She's been in, fuck yes. All right. Yeah, love finds a way. Um, I, uh, I went back to Texas recently. That's where I'm from. I'm sorry. And uh, just throwing that out there. Um and my cousin is a conspiracy theorist, uh, which is interesting because conspiracy theorists will just find a way to slip in that to every conversation. Like, I'm at Christmas, and I asked my uncle, I was like, hey, what do you want to drink? And he's like, I'll tell you what I don't want to drink. Baby blood like Nancy drinks. What? <laughs> Fuck? Well, you got Coors Light and water. Those are your options. Like, really? He's like, yeah, Nancy Pelosi drinks all this baby blood because the adrenochrome is, uh, preserves her youth. I was like, that is crazy, because have you looked at Nancy Pelosi? She is so old. She is pretty sure she's dead. That's a dumb idea. But I do actually kind of like QAnon, because it's great. <laughs> it's great if you want to get out of a conversation, you know? Yeah, anytime somebody starts pulling out pictures of their kids, I'm like, have you warned them about the dangers of 5G yet, you know? And then they walk away real fast. So that's my time. Thank you very much. Kelly Evans, everyone. You know about 5G and the vaccine has a chip in it. Your next comedian. Uh, hey, you came all the way from Santa Cruz. Put your hands together for Martin Lobato. Yay! All right, this is kind of curveball on me. Wasn't prepared to go up here. But I got some stories for y'all. So, who here likes mushrooms? Yeah. Fuck yeah. All right, enlightened people. I love it. Fuck yeah. So the other week I was out there on a little vacation, just trying to get my mind right. Um, I'm, you know, 
high as fucking mushrooms, having a bad trip, not gonna lie. Then I get pulled over by a cop. Fuck yeah. So, you know, the car smells like weed. I know I'm fucked. I'm like, holy fuck, I'm high. You know, talk about anxiety, holy shit. So I do the most rational thing I could think of, which is pull into a weed shop. It's gonna smell like weed. Kinda throw them off my scent, right? Kind of, sort of, a little bit. <laughs> now this cop was fucking cool, cause he could've easily taken my ass to jail. But he didn't, he let me go. Um, he wrote me a ticket, so kind of a cool cop. Could've been cooler. But um, you know, he walks up to me and he's like, like, what's up with you, like you're speeding. I'm like, okay, sorry, he caught me. <laughs> and I just straight up told him I'm being a little bitch. I'm already shaking like this, like, hey, fuck, <laughs> this motherfucker. And I, you know, he's like, you know, he runs my information and I, I should have had a bureau with him. You know, the mushrooms, I'm being honest. He's like, oh, fucking, like, why, why are you nervous? Like, um, have you been pulled over before? And I, I had to be real with him. I've been getting jammed up by you motherfuckers all year. <laughs> so, you know, he, like, just was taken aback by that. Goes back to his car, runs my information, comes back, gives me the ticket. I go on my way. Again, bad trip, turn into a worse trip. But you need shit like that to get, like, get your mind right eventually. So, <laughs> I go on my way, I'm good. And then the next day, I eat mushrooms again. I go for a quick little swim. I'm under this place called Rainbow Falls, and I everyone was making excuses why they couldn't get in the water. Oh shit, it's too cold. Oh, I didn't have my shorts, whatever the fuck. I fucking went for it. Just dropped down to my skivvies, went for, the, for it. I was under the rainbow, just tripping balls. The only reason why I fucking came back is just because I got tired, I'm out of shape. Whatever, it is what it is. So I keep it going. <laughs> I keep it going. I, I walk out, everyone's like, how was the water? Again, people are making excuses. I would have gone in if I had my fucking chanclas or whatever the fucking <laughs> situation was. I was just like, bitch, cool. Like, you know, at the end of the day, I told them it's in your head. It's fucking, it's worse in there than it is out here. So, I don't know. Second time up here. I mean, this is, thank you guys for your time. Um, I'm working on it. I mean, maybe next time I'll tell you guys about the time I got spike stripped. You guys take care. <laughs> Yay! Keep clapping for Martin Lobato. Hooray! All right, your next comedian, Kavita. Kavita, are you here? She's not here. Uh, but Peter Struckmeyer is. Put your hands together, everybody, for Peter Struckmeyer! Yay! This one, the scary one, ha yay! Oh, this lighting's so moody. It just makes you kind of want to like snowball with someone, huh? Where's Hunter? Okay, um, hi, I'm 30, I'm flirty. Yes, thank you. Um, that one round of applause is all that's keeping me going at this age. No, but I've really calmed down now that I'm 30. You know, in my 20s, I was just sleeping with as many men as I possibly could just for all the dick. And now that I'm 30, I'm sleeping with as many men as I possibly can for the interior design recommendations. Like, I'm just going to strange men's apartments, and I'm like, where did you get this area rug from? <laughs> like, I'm on their bed, like, oh my god, look at this plush medium fur mattress we've got here. That is my new thing. I'm now trying to sleep with the most enormous bears that I can find. 
Because if I can doze off all night through that sleep apnea device sound, then I know that mattress is the good shit, okay? I'm, like, sending screenshots from Costco the next day. I'm like, is this the one we did poppers on last night? Okay, cool. Oh, my God. Uh, I'm getting into dirty talk. Anyone else here like dirty talk? Okay. Okay. Um, so I'm I'm having a gentleman over and, you know, the dirty talk is starting here. I'm like, yeah, I want you to talk real dirty to me. He was like, I want in and out. And I was like, hmm, um, well, just squirt some mayo on these hamburger buns and put it in and out. Oh, um, I see why no one here is a fan of Dirty Talk, though, because I learned last night that straight people aren't good at it either. Okay, I was at the punchline last night, and there was a comedian who was up on stage, and he's asking this woman who's in the crowd with her boyfriend, you know, what line do you use on your man to really win him over in bed? And this woman says... I'm going to roar for you like an ogre. I hate straight people. I absolutely hate you all. Like, what? So, yeah, I learned Shrek porn is a thing that straight people like last night. And um, <laughs> dirty talk is still not going well for me. Thank you. Um, but you know what? I have a new business idea I want to pitch to all of you, okay? Do we know the app Strava? You know, this, like, really pretentious thing that people use to, like, post their runs on social media. Newsflash, we don't care. I want to make that for dick sucking. That is the update I want on social media. And I want it to be, like, some twink who's in, like, a savage Fenty jock strapping. Like, I just went down on my man 400 times, and I burned 200 calories, and I swallowed 35 of them back. That's my time. I'm Peter Struckmeyer. Thank you. Yay, Peter Struckmeyer. Yay. Come see him. He's going to be hosting a ton of the Mutiny Radio Comedy Festival this year uh, all over town. Your next comedian, uh, he's new to the room. Put your hands together for Al D. Yay! She's too much. Damn. Uh, um, I, I just flew uh, to U.S. from Asia. Uh, I was in Taiwan for two years, and uh, my flight was supposed to be 15 hours because that's how long it takes to fly east, and um, that's why I flew 56 hours because it's much cheaper. Apparently, if you fly west, I don't know... Who, like, it, it, it had to be someone in the Silicon Valley being like, everyone says less is more. We're going to do more is more. Fly 56 hours. Has anyone here flown over 20 hours? Like, after 24 hours, everyone's farts smell the same. I don't know. And they smell literally like, uh, you know when you, when you get the food on the plane and you pick up the cover and there's steam coming up? That's what the farts smell like. I was sitting, I'm like... I don't think I farted. And then I realized it was just the person across the aisle. Um, and then after 36 hours, everyone's just breaking up into different cliques, like geeks, jocks, nerds, you know? And after 48, it's like a Christmas dinner because everyone hates each other, but they're excited they're not going to see anyone for a long time after this. Yeah, it was great. Um, but then, like, <laughs> when I was booking the flight, my name is Al D. When I was booking the flight, I... <laughs> 
<laughs> I, I made a mistake in my name. I, I don't know how the fuck I did that. And then I was like, all right, that's going to be cool practice for when I'm back in the West. You know, I'm going to call customer service and then do the thing, right? And then they reminded me there was an Asian airline. They're like, we don't care. <laughs> I was like, damn, I uh, didn't get my practice. Um, but it was cool. Like, I, I landed uh, in LA first. And can, I, I'm from Vancouver, BC. Can we stop the competition of who's got the worst homeless people? Can we stop that? <laughs> I don't know. You guys, uh, I mean, you guys have heroes here. Because I, I, real heroes. I saw, I saw a homeless man smoke a plastic straw. That guy alone saved three turtles. You guys, you don't. And, like, I was in, in San Francisco for one hour, and three people mistook me for a homeless man. I, I was standing with my luggage, and then this guy just walked around me. And, I, like, I'm not from the U.S., but I thought that white people were supposed to do that to black people, not the other way around. I don't know. That's <laughs> <laughs> but, uh, and then I, I, went to, I went to a donut shop, and this lady's like, there's a line over here. I was like, oh, my God. And I told her right away, I'm like, there's no need to be this rude, right? So I go behind her, and I see from behind, she's just boiling over. She's, like, doing this thing. She's doing this thing. Because she's like, I, I was a dick, but I'm not going to tell him I was a dick, right? So she's boiling over, and she's like, there's just a rule. Only one person is allowed inside. And I was like, I'm not from here. And I'm pointing at my luggage. She's like, you very well could be. <laughs> And then I got the Citizens app, and I was like, holy shit, they're right to avoid me. Like, shit is crazy. I don't know. I think, I think Canada is not too far gone, because we don't have the Citizens app yet. Like, I think if we had it, like, the worst thing would be, like, a headline, <laughs> like, a heroin addict forgot to apologize. I don't know. <laughs> I don't know. I think that's it. Thanks, guys. Clapping for LD. Yay, we're actually gonna squeeze everybody in. Everyone's gonna make it. Clap your hands together for your next comedian. It's Haley. I just moved here from New York a couple weeks ago because I was tired of living paycheck to paycheck. You know, I wanted to try out like total financial ruin. It's going great. It's going exactly to plan. But I am a film major who graduated in 2020. Can you believe I'm unemployed? Um, mm -mm. I <laughs> think that college was a total waste of money, though. I mean, I spent $200,000 on a degree and still didn't learn that being a film major with pink hair means my parents are going to love my sister more. Like, yeah, she's a scientist, but who would you rather go to Burning Man with? Uh, I have a lot of friends who graduated with student debt. I have a friend who took out a $300,000 loan to study theater arts. I'm not sure what they teach in those classes, but I know for a fact those kids learn about hindsight. Um, a little bit about me. Um, <laughs> I like ha having brown hair and lying. I am a film major who has never made a single film. And I try not to be like the other female comics. You know, people like to say that women aren't funny because we only talk about sex and dating. So I'm gonna like really flip the script and only talk about my period. No one's ever done it before. Um, mm -mm -mm -mm. A lot of people think I'm queer because of the way I look and the women I have sex with, but it's not true. I'm queer for the real reasons, like making my parents mad. I've exclusively dated men though, 
My last boyfriend and I broke up at a music festival because everyone loves when the couple that drives you somewhere breaks up. <laughs> it was a very sobering moment for sure. It was my first like boyfriend, first breakup. I was on acid when it happened, but it was still very sobering. But what happened was, <laughs> um, <laughs> my friends and I were doing acid. I was the only one who, in the group who had done it before, so I was like the shaman, a Bonnaroo Doctor Who, if you will, leading the adventure. And there's this guy who's circling our campsite, and he's a lot older than us, but he still has all the qualifications of a trustworthy person. Big black briefcase, probably a businessman, swim trunks for pants, has a pool, counterfeit 2010 Justin Bieber My World Tour t-shirt. So he's like hip and would totally blend with our vibe. So my boyfriend invites him into our campsite and they start doing coke together right away. And I freak the fuck out. I mean, here we are trying to do acid in a parking lot with 80,000 people and he has to go be all irresponsible. <laughs> and I don't know why I took that as the biggest red flag and not the fact that he's seen 21 pilots 49 times, but my judgment's not the best. Um, my mom this year has really gotten into like true crime podcasts and like it's really creeping me out because she hasn't run out of them yet and I didn't realize how many serial killers there were like I always thought the ratio was like one serial killer to every like million normal person but apparently it's more like one to one and we all have a secret but like now I'm just scared that I'm gonna be one of the like statistics like that I'm gonna get serial killed which I didn't realize that there was more I had to be worried about as a woman but I think I'm more worried about it for vain reasons because I'm so scared that I'm gonna get murdered and some like skinny blonde jogger is gonna come and find my body and be like oh my god and I'll be like yeah yeah we get it I'm all bloated and you're so skinny <laughs> that's it put your hands together everyone for Ailey yay all the way from New York City. Um, I don't know your friend's name because you just said your friend who's not on Facebook. Roshan. It's Roshan. Hey, everybody, put your hands together for Roshan. Yay! We're at a sort of interesting point in time right now. People feel like we're really far apart. But I feel like we're closer than ever. I think we're finally in each other's shoes. I, uh, I felt white for the first time in my life, uh, like about a week ago. I was at a coffee shop talking to a tall, white tattooed man with a beanie. And uh, I bought a latte, he gave me a free cookie, and I had the white, like I, I know what it is now. Because I looked at him and I said, you know what Kyle, you're one of the good ones. Uh, I wonder about things often. Um, are all Klansmen uncircumcised? Just a hoods thing. But <laughs> my father didn't do cocaine. He just really liked to smell it. It's a personal choice. I, uh, I thought tonight would be good practice for jokes, but it's been more practice at fake laughing, which has been nice too because I love family reunions. Uh, I was actually a very sexually repressed child, which I've been able to work on a lot. Uh, I've been working on it with my therapist and uh, recently made some progress, uh, finally masturbated on a Muni. Um, actually, don't have a therapist. 
a friend of mine was talking to me about depression recently. Uh, she's white, but uh, she explained she she wouldn't take any showers, which I didn't understand. She said she felt like she didn't deserve to shower, which is like maybe it's an immigrant thing where your parents like I don't when I get depressed too. But uh, immigrant depression is like understanding that you can't kill yourself because they'll make you pay for the funeral. And uh, I don't have enough in my bank account. <laughs> uh, I can't remember any of my jokes, but that's about it. So, sorry. Yay! Keep your hands clapping together for Rochin, everyone. Is that your first time ever? Then clap harder! Oh my gosh! Oh, that was great. Well, thanks for coming and being here with us. And you're not even on Facebook. That's really, you have a real life. That's exciting. Don't, be, be careful. Comedy will eat your soul. Uh, clap your hands together for your next comedian. It's Sam Carroll. Yay! I'm not the kind of girl who is up just like that. Hello. Hi. It's Columbus Day, isn't it? It's this Monday? Oh, well, I'm going to do it anyway. You guys know why Columbus was canceled? Why? Well, blackface. <laughs> they unearthed some old sketches, they caught them. It's nice to be in San Francisco. Everyone's vaccinated here. I feel pretty safe, especially as someone who's unvaccinated. I want to say thank you for carrying the weight. No, I'm, I'm vaccinated. I don't have the card they gave you, though, because I use it to roll filters for spliffs. <laughs> Pretty soon, I did that. People were like, you're going to need it. And I'm like, yeah, well, as soon as the top flap of the rolling papers is done. <laughs> that's when I'm going to need it. And then the QR code came about. I didn't know what a QR code was until COVID. I thought I would see that square at a restaurant and think it was Pokemon Go. Like, they have some good Pokemon in this restaurant. And then I found out you needed a QR code, and I asked my friend, hey, what's the QR code? And he said, it's in your phone. And I said, don't be a dick, just tell me the code. <laughs> it's pound 1018. My wife has a body like an hourglass, big feet and a big head, and a very thin vagina that sand often passes through. My dad gets upset when I call him my father figure. I had a good dad, I had a, I had a teen dad. I had a teen dad, he was only 16 when he adopted me. He was on that show 16 and adopting. <laughs> you guys know the show Hoarders? I think they paint Hoarders in a bad light on that show. You know, because there's lots of evolutionary reasons to be a hoarder. In old times there used to be a lot of raping and pillaging, but if you were a hoarder and someone came to rape and pillage you, you'd probably only get pillaged. <laughs> you guys know uh, Island of Lesbos, Greek Island of Lesbos in ancient Greece? Familiar with this? It's where lesbians were banished to by Greek men and their 10-year-old boyfriends. It's true. The boyfriends did, th they did the banishing. It was actually a pretty good gig back in the Republic to be a 10-year-old boyfriend. You get a seat at the table, one with a cushion. 
don't know if you guys can tell, I've been microdosing crack. It's good for uh, digestion, actually. Sometimes I leave my baby in the car and tape a sign to the window that says nothing valuable inside. Then I'll come back 30 minutes later, see if people respected the sign, see if my window's still intact, see if my crack's still in my baby's butt. It's not how that joke normally goes, but we're improvising. Sometimes I like to take the bus to a totally random neighborhood and walk around with a coffee mug to pretend like I live nearby. Then I go around and take the parking tickets off people's cars. One time I was doing this, a guy in an Escalade pulled up next to me, and first of all, if you drive an Escalade, it's a pretty good chance you're a father who does cocaine. It's who you are. Don't deny it. This guy said, are you new to the neighborhood? And I said, yes, I had just bought the house three doors down. And he said, that's funny, the homeowners association didn't let us know of a new homeowner. And I told the guy, I said, I said, I says to him, I says, I told the HA not to worry about that because I was going to introduce myself to everybody personally on account of I have to. Hi, my name is Sam and I'm a sex offender. <laughs> All right, guys, have a good night. Sam Carroll, everyone. All right. Your next comic, he's another lovely human being. Put your hands together for Hunter Uniac. Yay! <laughs> What's up, guys? <laughs> that was the best applause I have ever gotten. Just a little burp right there. Fuck yes. Give it up for that man right there. This is San Francisco. You guys don't burp. That's right. You queef. <laughs> Weird, though, guys. I'm just going to vent real quick. Um, I found out today my father, who's 56 years old, got his first tattoo. 56 years got his first fucking tattoo. That's weird, all right? He's like this old 56-year-old white dude. All right, he got a tattoo. He got a tribal tattoo on his arm, all right? Like, he looks like a fucking, you know, community college football player right now with this shit. It's fucking weird, all right? Now he's asking for, like, um, a Porsche. He's trying to get a Porsche right now. All right, and do this stuff like this is the weirdest midlife crisis ever. All right, like he, his biggest fear in life was for me to have a tattoo and a Porsche at 25 years old. You know what that's called? A fucking asshole. All right, and now he's 56 with the tribal tattoo that nobody knew he got. All right, and he's now saving up for a Porsche. That's called an even bigger asshole. And my mom needs to figure out why he's becoming a sugar daddy and he's not divorced to her. You guys are looking like, don't worry, my father's an asshole. Okay, you can laugh at this shit. All right, it's fucking weird, guys. It is. It's so fucking weird. Like, I saw this tattoo. Like, you know how, like, I work with my dad, okay? I work with my dad. My dad's my coworker. You know how weird it is to ogle your coworker for an entire day of work just going. And then he goes, what the fuck are you staring at? And I'm like, don't worry, you're my daddy. You, if you guys have heard other jokes about mine, uh, he's filed sexual harassment claims against me at work. Don't worry. It's a small business. My mom's head of HR. She calls him daddy, too. We're good. All right? You guys know my dad or something? Why the fuck are you so defensive about him? All right? Like, he got a tribal tattoo on his shoulder. You know, like, why the fuck are tattoos in my family so weird? My middle brother, 
He got a tattoo of a wolf on his shoulder. All right? My little brother just enrolled in special ed. Fuck you guys. That's hilarious. <laughs> All right? You guys ever see a grown man who's six foot four, 225 pounds, with a wolf on his shoulder? And he wears tank tops, and he comes up to you and goes, I'm cool now? That person is fucking retarded. And I can say that because I'm fucking retarded. Oh, that offended, that, that offended you guys? Me call, I am, all right? I have ADHD. This is why I forget all my fucking jokes all the time. This is so weird. Like, I talked about a middle-aged man going through a midlife crisis in San Francisco's, and you guys are like, nah, we support him. We support him. We're all Republican. Well, I guess I'll see you guys the next time my dad has a barbecue, because apparently you're all his fucking friends. That's my time, Boomy. Yay, Hunter Uniac. Hooray, woo, 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 yay. All right, your next comedian. Uh, she's been super patient the whole night. Put your hands together for Rasika. Holy shit, I thought my turn was not going to be there and I was happy about it. All right, my brain is screaming, <laughs> but okay. Uh, yeah, uh, I'm finally happy that our lives are getting back and everyone is getting to do what they want to do. Cases are going down, but cases of girls getting hit by guys in the bars are going up now that everything is opening up. But yeah, it's funny how languages fuck you up many times. Like our dictionary meanings say one thing, but in context they mean such a different thing. Like girls saying first no, it's like, oh, she likes me. Second is, she definitely likes me. And if you get kicked in your balls, she doesn't like me. She loves me, but I'm not ready for that commitment. So they fuck <laughs> off. Yeah. Mm. Well, language, uh, language has fucked me up as well. I've done pretty dumb, stupid mistakes because I've said things that people have not understood in that context. So yeah, um, my friends got a dog, uh, and uh, one day I got a weird random panic call saying that, hey, we lost Bruno, and I'm like, and when you get these kind of panic calls, the first instinct is something really extreme has happened. So I'm like, oh my god, what happened? Like, how did he die? So my friend goes, no, you idiot, we lost him in the park. And I'm like, uh -huh, okay, I will be right there with you guys. So I go there and she's telling me, oh, we came to the park. He was sniffing around behind my back. And I'm like, why? Yeah, usually I keep treats in my back pocket. So my brain was like, uh, okay. So I asked her, why didn't you just give him the treats? And she goes, I didn't have any. I was just on my period. Smells the same way. So yeah. Mm. 
uh, and I'm like, all right, okay. And so, you know, the immediate instinct when something tragic happens is you try to console the person. So I'm like, all right, there, there. And she goes, where, where do you see him? I'm like, no, you idiot. Let's go and find him together. I had a lot, but thank you. Keep your hands clapping together for Rasika. Yay! 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 All right. Um, he was late and he's here now. Put your hands together, everybody, for Lee Wyatt Stewart. Yay! This is great. I'm glad I got here at the most energetic part of the night. <laughs> Awesome. You too? You guys have a rough day? Facebook? All morning, huh? I'm really excited about all the like memorial posts tomorrow for like Gen Z. <laughs> Bobby couldn't hack it for those six hours, man. He fucking ended it. Good riddance. <laughs> As you can tell, I'm, I'm a little older <laughs> than uh, the people I wish would die. Um, um, you know, like uh, I'm at that weird phase in life where like I get excited about weird stuff, you know, like I got an email about uh, my credit score rising, which is very exciting for me because I spent about a decade doing heroin. So <laughs> a lot of work to get there. A lot of work. But, uh, you know, I also like it's weird. It makes me uncomfortable. So I'm like when something good happens or bad, like I have to do the op, I gotta, I gotta like even shit out, you know? I'm like, all right, good. Credit's fair, cool. Let's take out the largest loan I can possibly take out that I know I can't pay back. This will be wonderful. Another thing, um, I realized I need to work out more, so I uh, ordered some running shoes. You guys in the fitness? Looks like it. <laughs> Make fun of your audience. Win them over. <laughs> Perfect. Um, no, but I was like real psyched every time I got a notification that was like, your shoes won't actually be here till next week. <laughs> Perfect. <laughs> Perfect. And then uh, I finally got them. Very excited, very excited. And I put them on. And uh, do, you, do you think I went running? <laughs> Definitely not. First thing I did was I poured a nice shot of whiskey. And you know what I noticed? I leaned back, and when I took that shot, I was like, my god, the arch support is wonderful. <laughs> That's great. That's great. You know, and uh, like I said, heroin. It's like sometimes you like to do heroin, right? Am I right? But uh, you know, as long as you drink a smoothie, do a little yoga in the morning, fuck it. So what if you have to do a little heroin before you do yoga? I mean, <laughs> loosen up, am I right? <laughs> I stay away from that hot stuff, though. You'll pass out. <laughs> this doesn't work. <laughs> if you haven't noticed me fucking with it the whole time. Anyway, I'm just going to end it there. And uh, hey, heroin's bad, OK? <laughs> But Lee Stewart is good. Yay! Yay! All right, she's been patient all night hanging out. Put your hands together for Christy Bonna!
Nothing against heroin. You did you really do heroin? You look amazing. That's no fair. I mean, <laughs> what's your secret, heroin? Um, I'm glad you're not into fitness. Nobody should say that their interests are fitness. Like when dudes put that on dating apps, I'm like, really, just fitness, not like running or anything. You know, you're not into fitness. You're into hot people. <laughs> Let's be real. Yeah. Um, I used to think that there were just two kinds of rich people, uh, the very benevolent kind and then the very out-of-touch kind. And I was recently helping my sister sort donations for the unhoused, and I realized there is a third category of very rich person that is both very benevolent and very out of touch, because somebody donated a giant bag of Keurig cups to the unhoused. Just the cups. Almost as if to say, well, surely they have the machine already. <laughs> but if anyone is interested, I'm accepting donations uh, for private jet fuel and home security systems later, if you want to like add some more insult to injury. Yeah, cool, new joke, great. Uh, here's another new joke. Uh, last week I got told by a white man that I'm really lucky I'm not a white man in comedy because I'm going to get booked so much because I'm a brown woman. And uh, I didn't really know what to say, but I was thinking about it on the drive up here, and I was like, that's like hitting somebody with your car and then whining about how lucky they are that they get to park wherever they want now that they're in a wheelchair. <laughs> you created this! Yeah. Um, so I grew up in LA and uh, we used to go to Disneyland a lot and um, I realized that it, it ruined the rest of the world for me because uh, just no one, nowhere compares. I, I w went to the Nile River, the real one, in Egypt a few years ago and I was like, you guys, this is basically the Jungle Cruise but not as good. And then a few years later, I went to Ghana and was crossing a rope bridge in a beautiful rainforest and was like, this is very Indiana Jones, the ride, not the movie. Um, I don't know if anyone has uh, parents who build things up like they're about to tell an amazing story and then just kind of fall flat uh, like my dad. We were once on a hike, and he pointed out this building in the distance. And he's like, Chris, do you see that building far off in the distance? I'm like, yes, Father. I was thought he was going to be like a Lion King moment. He's like, yeah, that one, the one with the, the red light on top. And I was like, yeah, yeah, what, what is it? What's the significance? He's like, that's the Marriott downtown. <laughs> that was the whole goddamn story. So... Anyway, I don't, I don't look to my dad for any uh, historical significance unless he's had a few drinks and then he'll tell me the really good stories. Um, yeah, I think that's pretty much all I have. Uh, thanks for uh, being here. Christy Bona, everyone, yay! Jason King, are you still here? Is Jason King still here? Oh, you're another Jason. Um, yeah, well, hey, this other Jason, yay! I wasn't trying to steal his time. I just thought it might be me. Okay, cool. Um, hi, everyone. Cool. This is my third time doing stand-up, which is exciting. Oh, thank you. How many times can I milk that, do you think? You got The first time, you got to. You got to. Oh, it's so good, the second time. Yeah, one more. Yeah, first, first week. This is still first week, technically, so cool. Um, I'll just talk about myself a little bit. My name is Jason. My last name is actually White. 
Yeah, my middle name is Extremely, and my initials are Jew. So that's a fun observation. <laughs> Not actually Jewish. Uh, I'm in therapy, which is all right, you know. My therapist says I'm too focused on pleasing other people. I just agree with her. Uh, my girlfriend said I should uh, come up with cute pet names for us. So I call her Urinal Cake because it's fun watching her get pissed. On. I don't know. Thanks. I see you. Uh, I like doing drugs. Uh, uh, much obliged, sir. I like doing drugs. I like making drugs, too. I was thinking about this. It's more of a comment, really. Uh, school telling us say no to drugs than teaching us chemistry. It's like a perfect example of teach a man to fish. Mm -hmm. um, I don't know. I like learning about rich people, too. I just read this. Elon Musk, very motivated guy, you know. He, uh, he vowed to go to space ever since the day he accidentally let go of his balloon. Wow, that's the first one. Th third time, first laugh. Excellent. I was going to drop it. I was going to drop it. Okay. Uh, do, 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 do. Excellent. No, we can stay in this. This is cool. I appreciate it so much. <laughs> okay. Yeah, it's sort of my target audience, isn't it? Um, I, I come from poor Southerners, though. I have, uh, I have family in Ville Platte, Louisiana. And back when Hurricane Ida was a thing, they were debating evacuating. They, uh, they said to me that Ida was too much of a sissy name to be a real threat. You know, they, they'd rather get fucked by Hurricane Chad. I don't know. But, uh, of course, they don't take COVID seriously, right? Uh, so I was worried when another COVID variant was discovered in South Africa. But thankfully, it was robbed and murdered in broad daylight. So, so that's like a good thing. Yeah, the Elon Musk haters aren't going to like that joke, so I'm just kind of splitting people down the middle. Uh, doo -doo 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 -doo. I shouldn't say what else, but I'm going to check the list. you got to learn to sit in silence sometimes. You know? I'm just getting comfy up here. Oh, yeah, quarantine was cool, wasn't it? Huh? Alone in your apartment for 12 months? Like a renaissance for pubes stupid uh okay I'll, I'll do a little dating story that's a trope we all have to do right so once upon a time i went out with this girl and she was really into astrology which is fine you know but i don't know shit about it she had a uh, bull tattooed on her forearm next to the forest symbol uh, and i'm like hey that's a cool pokemon or whatever but she's like you know she's uh she's like well it's a taurus it's central to my identity you know how do you not know what this is i'm like all right whatever i was a virgo till i was 22 not a big deal. But she's like trying to make me feel dumb now. She's like drilling down into my astrological ignorance. She's like, well, what's your sun sign? I bet you're a Gemini. Pisces rising. You know, Like I'm supposed to know the details of this made up thing. So I said, fuck it. Fine. You know, next time I go out with an astrology girl, I will have my own astrology. And mine is cool because it's not as arbitrary as the position of the planets when you were born. Right. What's actually central to our identities, I believe, is the position our parents were in when we were conceived, right? See, I'm a reverse cowgirl, and that tracks, you know, because I'm adventurous. I'm adventurous. But uh, you, should, uh, you should see my friend's birth chart. It's so him. He's always been this really nervous, really, like, sensitive guy. And it turns out he is a no-penetration, premature ejaculation. So our tattoos are way cooler. All right, thank you. Clap your hands together for Jason White, everyone. Well, we did it. I did it. I got everybody in, everybody who stayed. So... Under the under the gun. Um, thanks for being here. 
and check out the Mutiny Radio Comedy Festival. It starts on October 10th, which is this Sunday. Look, there's 24 shows in six days. It's going to be really exciting. All right, thanks for being here. Yay! Black Block, a novel about protest from Sanjuro, a sample. The walk from Union Square to the bar is a long way for a drink, so you want a few stopovers. You get warmed up at Lefty Duels, an old-time tavern with memorabilia and a menu from another century. Then a Market Street dive to rub elbows.